Welcome to How to Live Cancer-Free with Bill Henderson, best-selling author of three books on healing cancer successfully. Now, here's Bill Henderson. Hello, folks. Thanks for tuning in to How to Live Cancer-Free on webtalkradio.net. We're glad to have you, and we're going to have some wonderful information for you here on the show today. Before we get started in that, though, we want to give you kind of an update of the current information that's going on in the news about cancer. And one of our wonderful folks at Web Talk Radio will be talking to you shortly for a few minutes about that. So stay tuned, and I'll be back shortly. Thanks, Bill. For Web Talk Radio, I'm Anthony DeVoe. Last week, we started discussing root canals and the potentially harmful effects this common dental practice can have on your health. This week, we will wrap up our discussion and examine these dangers, as well as inform you about some ways to avoid them. Among other degenerative diseases associated with root canals, there may also be a cancer connection. Dr. Robert Jones found an extremely high correlation between root canals and breast cancer. He claims to have found the following correlations in a five-year study of 300 breast cancer cases. 93% of women with breast cancer had root canals. 7% had other oral pathology. Tumors, in the majority of cases, occurred on the same side of the body as the root canal or other oral pathology. Dr. Jones claims that toxins from the bacteria in an infected tooth or jawbone are able to inhibit the proteins that suppress tumor development. A German physician reported similar findings. Dr. Joseph Easels reported that in his 40 years of treating terminal cancer patients, 97% of his cancer patients had root canals. If these physicians are correct, the cure for cancer may be as simple as having a tooth pulled, then rebuilding your immune system. How are these mutant oral bacteria connected with heart disease or arthritis? The ADA and the AAE claim it's a myth that the bacteria found in and around root canal teeth can cause disease but they base that on the misguided assumption that the bacteria in these diseased teeth are the same as normal bacteria in your mouth, and that's clearly not the case. Today, bacteria can be identified using DNA analysis, whether they're dead or alive, from their telltale DNA signatures. In a continuation of Dr. Weston Price's work, the Toxic Element Research Foundation used DNA analysis to examine root canal teeth and found bacterial contamination in 100% of the samples tested. They identified 42 different species of anaerobic bacteria in 43 root canal samples. In cavitations, 67 different bacteria were identified among the 85 samples tested, with individual samples housing between 19 to 53 types of bacteria each, many of which can adversely affect your heart, nerves, kidney, brain, sinus cavities, and so on. Approximately 400% more bacteria were found in the blood surrounding the root canal tooth than were found in the tooth itself, suggesting the tooth is the incubator and the periodontal ligament is the food supply. The bone surrounding root canal teeth was found even higher in bacterial count. Not surprising, since bone is a virtual buffet of bacterial nutrients. Your immune system doesn't care for dead substances, and just the presence of dead tissue can cause your system to launch an attack, which is another reason to avoid root canals. They believe behind a dead tooth. Infection plus the autoimmune rejection reaction causes more bacteria to collect around the dead tissue. In the case of a root canal, bacteria are given the opportunity to flush into your bloodstream every time you bite down. Now, the ADA rejects Dr. Price's evidence, claiming root canals are safe, yet they offer no published data or actual research to substantiate their claim. The American Heart Association recommends a dose of antibiotics before many routine dental procedures to prevent infective endocarditis if you have certain heart conditions that predispose you to this type of infection. So, on the one hand, the ADA acknowledges oral bacteria can make their way from your mouth to your heart and cause a life-threatening infection. But at the same time, the industry vehemently denies any possibility that these same bacteria, toxic strains known to be pathogenic to humans, can hide out in your dead root canal tooth 
to be released into your bloodstream every time you chew, where they can cause damage to your health in a multitude of ways. Is this really that large of a leap? Could there be another reason so many dentists, as well as the ADA and the AAE, refuse to admit root canals are dangerous? Well, yes, as a matter of fact, there is. Root canals are the most profitable procedure in dentistry. Here's what you need to know to avoid a root canal. It is strongly recommended that you never get a root canal. Risking your health to preserve a tooth simply doesn't make sense. Unfortunately, there are many people who have already had one. If you have, you should seriously consider having the tooth removed, even if it looks and feels fine. Remember, as soon as your immune system is compromised, your risk of developing a serious medical problem increases, and assaults on your immune system are far too frequent in today's world. If you have a tooth removed, there are a few options available to you. Number one, a partial denture. This is a removable denture, often just called a partial. It's the simplest and least expensive option. Number two, a bridge. This is a more permanent fixture resembling a real tooth, but is a bit more involved and expensive to build. Number three, an implant. This is a permanent artificial tooth, typically made of titanium, implanted in your gums and jaw. There are some problems with these due to reactions to the metals used. Zirconium is a newer implant material that shows promise for fewer complications. But just pulling the tooth and inserting some sort of artificial replacement isn't enough. Dentists are taught to remove the tooth but leave your periodontal ligament. But as you now know, this ligament can serve as a breeding ground for deadly bacteria. Most experts who've studied this recommend removing the ligament along with one millimeter of the bony socket in order to drastically reduce your risk of developing an infection from the bacterially infected tissues left behind. Consult with a biological dentist because they are uniquely trained to do these extractions properly and safely, as well as being adept at removing mercury fillings if necessary. Their approach to dental care is far more holistic and considers the impact on your entire body, not just your mouth. If you need to find a biological dentist in your area, visit ToxicTeeth.org, a resource sponsored by Consumers for Dental Choice. This is a highly reputable organization that has fought to protect and educate consumers so that they can make better informed decisions about their dental care. The organization also heads up the campaign for mercury-free dentistry. That's a look at cancer in the news this week. For Web Talk Radio, I'm Anthony DeVoe. Now back to you, Bill. Well, hello, folks. This is Bill Henderson with How to Live Cancer-Free, where we try each week to bring you information that will help you heal your cancer if you have it or avoid it completely for your lifetime if you don't. And boy, this uh, week's show is one of the the best, I think, that I've done in the last year, and I want to do an encore of it for you because it's so vitally important that you listen to this message. Uh, what I'm going to do later is interview Dr. Carlos Garcia, a, an MD who is probably the best holistic MD that I know of. This gentleman has more knowledge about natural healing and is in fact a healer, and he is one of the very, very few MDs that I know of that is a true healer and not just somebody that treats you. Uh, this gentleman is unique in my experience, and uh, we, we've gotten a lot closer in the last year or so since I did this interview, but I want you to listen to this because it has a lot of great information in it for you about how he deals with cancer and how he heals people, stage four cancer patients, lots of them, I know several of them personally, uh, that have been healed by this gentleman uh, with the techniques that he uses. And he and I... <laughs> are really like soul brothers. We're both singing from the same page in the hymnal, actually. Uh, he believes, for example, in cottage cheese and flaxseed oil as a primary way to treat cancer and, and get the oxygen uptake of your cells back, get your, your cells working more efficiently. Uh, he does uh, chelation. He does uh, IV of vitamin C. He does all kinds of things in his clinic, like uh, treating you with the Rife frequency machines, the uh, GB4000 in particular, which is the only one that I know of of the Rife machines that really works well. And he has these in his in his in his clinic. Uh, he sends people to local dentists to get their mouth cleaned up because he, as you'll hear in the interview, like 
me believes that uh, the dental toxins are one of the primary causes of cancer and one of the, the things that you have to deal with in order to get over it. But in addition, as you'll hear, he talks to people about the about the importance of dealing with their emotional issues and getting themselves straightened out. He calls it hopelessness, uh, which is, uh, he says, a frequent precursor of cancer. And he tries to get people to get past that, and he uh, deals with you emotionally. This gentleman is totally dedicated to your healing. And as you'll hear, he's had recent experience with stage 4 cancer patients, about eight of them at one time that he was dealing with, all of whom were healed completely. And he just found out about it uh, a couple of weeks before we did this interview. Uh, Very, very interesting. Uh, Dr. Garcia and I, of course, are... Uh, have become very close friends and you know because we believe in the same thing and we we think the same way about cancer and how it should be dealt with uh, we respect each other highly and I I feel that if I were going to a clinic anywhere in the world I would pick this one first uh, or simply at least explore it Uh, a couple of times during this interview that I want you to listen to we give you a telephone number to call him You can literally get him, usually, if you can't get him immediately, he will certainly call you back to talk to you on the phone about your condition and and what he would uh, consider that you might do about it. And this is a free consultation that he does on the telephone for cancer patients. So by all means, use this resource, folks. It is really one of the, the finest ways I know of to make sure that you deal with your cancer. And I would strongly recommend that you explore this and, and look into Dr. Garcia's clinic. Uh, the, the website we give you in the interview still works. Uh, they've changed their website, but it's still you can still access it from the Utopia Awaits thing that we give you in the interview. Uh, the new name for it, uh, which they felt was a little bit easier for people, is just the name of the clinic, which is Utopia Wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S, utopiawellness.com. You can get uh, the website either way. Uh, either way works now, just no problem. In fact, Dr. Garcia moved his office here about three weeks ago, and they're having a grand opening uh, next week. Uh, and in Florida, Clearwater, Florida. If you're nearby, I would strongly recommend you get a hold of the clinic, figure out when that is, and and go visit them during the the party they're having for the grand opening of their new clinic. It's expanded dramatically and much larger and more convenient than the one he was in. Uh, So anywhere in the, the Tampa, Clearwater area, I would certainly look into that if I were you. The, uh, the main thing, though, to take home here is simply that this, this particular MD, he is a, a truly trained, classically trained medical doctor who has broken the mold and learned about by studying people like uh, Dr. Weston Price and his writings about uh, dental toxins and about the nature of, of health and, and the relationship to dental work. He studied Royal Rife. Uh, he studied a lot of uh, information, and I'm learning from him all the time more about what he knows and what he's studied. This gentleman is a healer, and there are really very few of those with the MD after their name, folks. So take advantage of this. He sent me just last week, and we discussed this on the talk show. And by the way, if you go to that website, up in the upper right is a, a link uh, to the talk show recordings. The first 10 of these that we've done starting in February of this year are available there. You can listen to these uh, these chats that we have with the people who come on with us and ask us questions. It's Dr. Garcia and I talking to the people who are listening in uh, to this uh, talk show uh, question and answer period that we have every other week. And there are 10 of these recordings on there that you can listen to any time. And they're full of very useful information of all kinds. The, the other thing that uh, Dr. Garcia gave me last week, which we discussed about uh, on the talk show broadcast uh, last Thursday, was an article called Cancer Surgery, What You Need to Know Ahead of Time. And boy, this is something that anyone considering cancer surgery needs to read because it has vital information 
uh, about the, the subtitle is Preventing Surgery-Induced Cancer Metastasis, which is, of course, very common. Any kind of invasive procedure, even a biopsy, uh, can cause the cancer to spread that it may not have otherwise spread. And frequently, almost always, as he describes in this article, uh, this is by Stephen Nemiroff, who is a naturopathic doctor, by the way, and it's extremely well documented. But he points out that metastasis is almost always the result of cancer surgery. And that, you know, frequently the surgery is unnecessary and that it causes metastasis and has occurred. So, you know, and he has all kinds of, of studies. In fact, 102 references in this article, which runs about 10 or 11 pages, uh, where he has documented exactly what happens when you have a cancer surgery and how frequently it spreads to other parts of the body. So I would really recommend that you get a hold of this if you or any loved one is considering cancer surgery and get up to speed on this because he talks about the options you have available that uh, don't involve invasive types of of surgery and biopsy and this kind of thing and uh, how necessary it is now the the reason this article is so impressive is that the the citations he's giving you are from regular cancer journals uh, for example the lancet the uh, new england journal of medicine the uh, respected journals of medicine where these studies that he refers to and that he deduces his uh, conclusions from are published in uh, respected journals that your doctor should respect and if necessary you may want to print this article out and take it with you to your doctor before you get any cancer surgery to explain to them why you may not be very eager to have that done how do you get the article well the best way is simply send me an email message and I will attach the article to the reply and send it to you I it, I have a copy of it it's uh, it's not something that I can put uh, readily available up on the internet for you but I will be happy to send it to you so my email address is the letter U heal H-E-A-L cancer C-A-N-C-E-R at gmail.com you heal cancer at gmail.com uh, send me an email most of you probably know my email already and have probably corresponded with me but uh, send me if you like a copy of this article send me an email I will send it back to you attached to the email and uh, print it out and read it uh, believe me this one opened my eyes about the prevalence of cancer metastasis from surgery and biopsies by the way which I have been considering lately because my oncologist has been pressuring me to have one done I, I'm certainly after reading this uh, uh, not going to do that and certainly not going to have surgery uh, of any kind on my prostate uh, so this is the type of thing that I think you will will decide after you read this it's a, an important article one that will help you to make a decision about what to do about your cancer and I think that you'll be very happy that you've read it and please, uh, as we talk about here shortly, uh, don't hesitate to talk to people about this subject and bring it up. Uh, you'll, you'll find they may not listen to you, folks, but don't let that discourage you. Keep trying. Keep trying to talk to people. Talk to 10 people. Uh, probably about two of them will listen to you. That's okay. Uh, that keeps us going. It certainly keeps me going. And believe me, if I can only help one person a week, I'm going to continue doing this for life. It is frustrating, I know, to try and pass information like this to people who basically don't want to listen about it. They are you know, stuck in the, in the process of trusting doctors to heal them of anything that happens to them and take a pill for something instead of changing your lifestyle but keep trying folks you know try to talk to people it's well worth it to help at least one or two people to save their lives by avoiding the, the standard of care for cancer cures for cancer have been known for the, at least the last 90 years that i'm aware of lots of them 
They're available to anyone who wants to try them and avoid listening to their doctors. And there are some MDs, and I know a few, and you're going to hear one later in this show, Dr. Carlos Garcia, who are very holistic physicians and who believe in treating cancer and all other degenerative conditions with sensible methods. And Dr. Garcia will tell you later about his recent success with about eight stage four cancer patients that he found healed through his methods completely, and he feels like he's found the answer. And I think he has. He's a very, very competent MD, and he's involved in treating lots of stage four cancer patients as well as all kinds of other patients with other so-called diseases. So you'll hear him later in the show. Stay tuned. It's a very interesting interview. But here's a quote from Dr. Julian Whitaker, who I, I admire as well. He's the founder of the Whitaker Wellness Institute, which you can find at the website whitakerwellness.com. His name is spelled W-H-I-T-A-K-E-R, whitakerwellness.com. But he also wrote the following about the cancer industry, and he had just completed a study on Dr. Brzezinski, who runs a, a cancer clinic in Houston, which is quite unique and has been for many years. And what Dr. Whitaker says is, without exception, all the oncologists I talked to about Dr. Brzezinski were scornful and hostile. 25 years of practicing unconventional medicine did not prepare me for what I discovered. Delving into attitudes, actions, and beliefs of modern oncologists was like opening a box of cereal and finding it full of worms. They just don't care. The question I kept asking was why, and the answer to that question gradually began to creep out. Dr. Brzezinski's discovery threatens one of the largest and most lucrative industries in the history of mankind, the cancer treatment industry. All those radiation machines and doctors who run them, all those chemotherapy drugs and the doctors who prescribe them, all those so-called studies that just juggle the doses of chemo and radiation, all those surgeons who have been flailing at cancer for over a hundred years. Also, it is not just about money, he says. It is about strongly held beliefs, beliefs that have meshed with the personality of virtually everyone in the cancer treatment industry, especially the physicians. In short, these beliefs are that cancer can only be treated with therapies that mutilate, poison, or burn the patient in the hopes that they kill the cancer. Therefore, each patient who is miraculously cured by Brzezinski's non-toxic therapy is not viewed as a breakthrough or even as something good, but rather as a dangerous messenger of heresy, a terrible threat to their beliefs. Well, this is the world as we know it, of cancer treatment, folks, and we have to survive in spite of it. So get smart about it. That's the only way I can tell you how to survive in the world of cancer, because it's becoming almost an endemic. It's an incredibly growing thing in the world, and we need to avoid it. And that's what we're talking about today. And here's what Mike Adams says. He says, anything that offers freedom to cancer patients, freedom of choice, freedom of medicine, freedom to choose their healing modality, is a threat to the powerful vested interests. And it is those vested interested that are driving first world nations into disease and bankruptcy, by the way, rather than allowing natural cancer cures and prevention strategies to see the light of day, they attack and discredit natural anti-cancer products and therapies, much like a Chicago mob boss snuffs out his competition to keep control of the streets. Well, Mike, I agree with you, my friend. Uh, it is a horrible situation where cancer cures of all kinds get suppressed by the cancer industry. And folks, we have to get smart about this and save all of our relatives and our loved ones and friends that we know that we possibly can by getting information to them. Well, my three sponsors all do things that help cancer patients survive, and they are all very sincere about what they do, and they're very competent. And that's why I love to promote their product. The barley power that comes from Green Supreme is one of the best things that I know of for people to take, regardless of whether you have cancer or not. If you need to get healthy, regardless of the state of your present health, these things are wonderful. 
and you can get them at the website greensupreme.net or by calling 1-800-358-0777. Outside the United States, just call area 724-946-9057. There's a company called Our Health Co-op, which most of you have heard about if you've listened to this show, because I, I love these people. They do a wonderful job of bringing you supplements that are the least expensive anywhere on the market and the best quality, because they test everything they sell to you, in an independent lab to make sure it has what it says on the container. I don't know of any other firm that sells supplements that does this. Their website is makinghealthaffordable.com, just the way it sounds with no punctuation, makinghealthaffordable.com, and they sell several products that I recommend, but one of the main ones, of course, is the combination to stop the metastasis of cancer, which is Heart Plus, which is a combination of vitamin C, L-lysine, and L-proline, which is also good for heart inflammation, by the way, and that explains the name, but it stops the spread of cancer, and it particularly does a good job of that when it's combined with green tea extract. It gets about 30% more effective when you do that. So the Heart Plus and green tea extract are something I recommend every cancer patient take. If you don't have cancer, you don't need to take those, of course, because that's the primary purpose, is to stop the spread of the cancer. If you want to call their order desk, which is in Florida, it's 1-800-667-0781. Outside the United States, it's area 561-863-5300. And I would take a look at that website, by the way, to compare their prices with anything you're paying now for supplements. The transfer point beta-glucan I recommend for boosting your immune system is the most effective immune boosting product I've read about. And I've read about and tried several of these. And, of course, it's been tested against about 36 other immune boosting products by independent labs at University of Louisville, Harvard University, and found to be superior but the reason it is, is because it uniquely, among beta-glucan products, it uniquely activates a receptor on the neutrophil cells in your immune system. These are about 60% of your immune system cells, and they normally don't battle cancer for you, simply because they don't recognize the cancer cells. But this receptor causes them to get into the, the fight against cancer, and that's why this product is so effective. But it also affects the rest of the immune system, all of the natural killer cells, the macrophages, the T cells, B cells, and so on. They're all affected positively by this product. And it's so convenient and easy to take. I just take one of these every day for prevention, one of their capsules. But you can take one per 50 pounds of your body weight in the morning before you eat anything and then forget about it until the next morning. So it's very convenient and easy to take and relatively inexpensive because of the, the low number of capsules that you have to take. The website to order this one is called betterwayhealth.com. They have other things available at that website you might want to take a look at, including water filters and, and shower filters for filtering the chlorine out of your shower. But the beta-glucan is a wonderful product that everyone should take, not just cancer patients, for prevention as well as for healing. In order to get this, go to betterwayhealth.com and look up the beta-glucan product. And you need to also fill out a profile there if you haven't already so that you get a discount for listeners to this show. If you prefer to call them, you can call at 1-800-746-7640. In Atlanta, they're on Eastern Time as well. Outside the United States, it's area 678-560-1808. Well, stay tuned now, folks. We've got Dr. Carlos Garcia coming up here in a minute. Well, hello, folks. I have a wonderful guest today, my favorite holistic physician in all the world, Dr. Carlos Garcia. Most of you have probably heard him before. We've had him on this show two or three times in the past, and very interesting. Today we have a very exciting message for you. He wants to tell you about his recent success with cancer patients. Let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Garcia. First of all, if you want to look him up and look at his picture while we're talking so that you can just pretend that he's talking directly to you, you can go to the website. It's utopiaawaits.com. I'll spell that, U-T-O-P-I-A-A-W-A-I-T-S.com. It has two A's in the middle, so don't uh, mess that up or you won't get the right website. But there's a nice picture of Dr. Carlos there. 
he was a formal medical trainee at the University of Massachusetts some years ago and uh, was also interned and went through a residency at uh, Hanneman Hospital in Philadelphia. But he moved to Tampa in Florida in 1984 and worked in three different hospitals there. But in 1996, somewhat frustrated with the conventional medical system, he decided to start his own practice in natural healing. And he's using alternative cancer treatments, chelation therapy, bioidentical hormone replacement, IV vitamins and antioxidants, weight loss and pain management to help cancer patients and all kinds of other patients. He's not uh, limited to cancer treatment, but we're going to talk about that today because he's got some interesting information. He's been working with natural treatment because he didn't like the conventional approach, obviously, but uh, he has founded the Utopia Wellness Center in Clearwater, Florida, and you need to take a look at their website, utopiaweights.com. I think what characterizes Dr. Garcia is a quote from one of his patients, which I'll read to you. She says, I feel free to walk into Dr. Garcia's office at any time, and he will make time to sit and talk to me. I've never had a relationship with a doctor like this before. I actually enjoy coming here every day. This was a cancer patient being treated by Dr. Garcia. Thank you so much, Dr. Garcia, for coming with us and, and sharing today. Bill, it's my pleasure as always. I've always enjoyed speaking with you. I think you, uh, you do a great, great service to the vast American public, and I think that your show is at the cusp of the future of medicine. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. But uh, it's people like you that are actually delivering the goods to cancer patients, and we want to talk about your recent success. Tell us why you're so excited now about your cancer success. Well, Bill, as you well know, for the better part of 20 years, I have been working in alternative medicines and various different realms of it. And recently, about last 10, 15 years, there about, I've been focusing on, on how to remedy cancer. And it, to, to, just to make a clarification, I think for all intents and purposes, I think that traditional doctors, uh, of which I was one, are doing the very best that they know how to try to help people. I don't think that they're actually deliberately trying to hurt anybody. So I just want to make that perfectly clear. Right. That there is a vast amount of information that unfortunately does not get paid by insurance companies, and that's why I think they stay in traditional realm. Yeah. That being said, let me just say that, that I'm very, very excited because the one thing that I had been lacking in at Utopia that I had been searching for was a very efficient way of being able to get people's mental capacity working on their behalf. Okay. Cancer, yep. when, I, when I talked to a lot of my patients, I was dealing with my patients, and, and I just got back all my AMASs, and they all came back normal. First yeah, the, the AMAS test that you referred to is the one done by Oncolab in, uh, in Boston, where, where you're from originally, I guess. Anyway, <laughs> they do a cancer test called the AMAS test, and those have been coming back uh, very positive, obviously. This is true. And so one of the things that really I had never, ever thought of asking patients until recently was, are you ready, are you willing, and are you able to heal 100%? Very because interesting. One of the things that I've noticed is that when people communicate, they communicate in something other than 100%. Right. And when we're dealing with cancer, since what's at stake is your life, you need to be 100% committed. Now, I'm old enough to be old school. So right. when I went to school, there was no extra credit. There was no partial credit. You either got a number. <laughs> and 100% was all you could get. Right. And so my benchmark is 100%. And so I then ingrain into my patients a 100% commitment to healing. Okay. Not only of their body, but because that happens in spite of us, because we're, our bodies are programmed to heal. Right. If you give it the right nutrition, the right pH, of the right uh, detoxification, uh, but the other portion of it is you've got to get the spiritual, the mental focus associated with the healing process. Wow, very important, I know. And, and with 
all due respect to people in psychology, most psychology that I've read is basically the long boat to China with the never-ending story attached. Right. <laughs> and I want my patients to have a beginning and an end, which is dictated by their terms and conditions because it's all about the patient, right. not about me. Okay. Because at Utopia, we take our therapies and we make them, the therapies, fit you, the patients, every one of you. Two patients with the same cancer, for example, will react differently because the uniqueness is you. Absolutely. And so what we do is we set up to treat the body, which is relatively simple enough to do, but then the fascinating part is getting you to realize that the root cause of cancer is your hopelessness. Incredible. Okay. And so we are able to quickly get you to understand when you decided to become hopeless. <laughs> okay. What boxed you in? Uh-huh. What made all reasonable, all logical, all simple avenues to extricate yourself from whatever issue that is, whether it be a loss of a loved one, or whether it be a financial crisis, or whether it be a combination. Yeah and whether it's a real perception or an imaginary perception, because whether something is real or not, your perception is your reality. That's right. And so we've finally mastered the program so that we can easily regress people back to find themselves and to isolate when they first decided that things were so hopeless that disease was the only logical remedy. Wow, okay. Because disease is a wonderful tool. Yeah, yeah. I found that at least 60 to 70 percent of the people that I work with on the phone, cancer patients, all of them, and most of them come to me as they do to you as kind of a last resort. Uh, They've been through all kinds of conventional treatment usually. But at least 60 to 70 percent of them have uh, an incident or a period of time in their life preceding the cancer diagnosis that they can readily identify as being related to their illness. You know, this is very, very common. It may not be 100%, but it's somewhere in the majority, certainly. This is absolutely true. Every one of us has a story that leads us to do something that people normally don't want to do. Right. Because, I mean, let's, let's just look at disease. I know, it, I know this, this entire interview may be a little offensive to some patients. (laughs) A lot of people find this sort of woo-woo, but, you know, after you've had as much experience as you and I have, you know that it's real and that it matters to recovery, you know, very, very, very very big time. But but one of the things I've noticed is that the more upset you get and the more irritated you get if you listen to what we're talking about, the more it's striking a core tone in your body. In other words, the more truth there is to what we're discussing. Right. And so what I notice about disease as an acceptable exit strategy is that it's socially acceptable. Yeah. It provides a venue for excuses to be readily accepted by others. Okay. It empowers and encourages the person to take the role and act the role of the victim. Yeah. Because we're programmed to believe that nobody wants to be diseased, you see. Yeah. It encourages failure. How about that? Okay. And in essence, it facilitates everyone being empathetic and basically offering you pity. Whether you take it or not is up to you. Uh, interesting. Well, your recent success you mentioned at the top was with some stage four cancer patients, was it not? Just about everyone who comes to me is either a stage four or has failed chemo, radiation, or surgery, one of the above, or some of the above. And, and one of the things I want to throw out there is, is that let's just swap things around. Why start, start thinking this, start thinking that surgery, chemo, and radiation can be the alternative if natural medicine fails. There you go. Yeah, that would be ideal if we could reverse that role. Exactly. Exactly. Because, because one of the realities that I tell patients is, look, everything that we do is natural. And everything that we do still affords you all your options to surgery, radiation, and chemo if that's what you choose to do. Right. And so if you had to choose right or left, 
and it was a one-way door that you could never, I can understand the trepidation. But according to CancerTutor.com, with only a 3% success rate, right? I mean, come on, the bar isn't that high. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, really, the survival rate of cancer patients that elect conventional treatment at the five-year point has been proven several times, both here in the United States and in Australia, to be somewhere between 2 and 3%. I don't like those odds, frankly. I agree. And yet, you know, a simple country doctor like me out in the middle of you know, nowhere specific with not anywhere close to the resources that is afforded large institutions, right. we have much, much greater success rate. And, and frankly, the patients turn around and, and, and really do well. And, and, and here's one of the frustrations that I've had. I had this lady who just came to me from hospice. Her name is Barbara, and she has ovarian cancer, stage 4. Right. Hospice showed up, and she looked terrible. She looked like a dead store. And she came here, and hospice went back and saw her three days, and hospice said, what you do? And so she said, I went to Utopia. And she goes, what are they doing? And so she told them. And she came, the, the nurse from hospice came to my office, and we chatted for five minutes. And I said, I invite you and all your team and your doctors to come and speak with me. Right. Or I will go speak with you, none of whom came. Oh, boy. And I haven't been invited to go speak at hospice. Mm -hmm. So the reality is, if someone's already been told, go home, there's nothing else I can do, they have nothing to lose by coming to Utopia and speaking with me. Right, here, here. And well, they can get themselves a different chance. But, but the beauty of it is, Bill, and what I told you is, that I believe that we now have a 12-week or less program where anybody who's got cancer... And by the way, when you're diagnosed with cancer, in my opinion, it's all over your body. Right. Just here, because here. we can't diagnose, it doesn't mean that it isn't there. Yeah, it's a systemic, systemic problem. Okay. Yeah, certainly. That's my belief. Yeah. And they want to have stage one, two, and three, let themselves, you know, <laughs> let them enjoy. Yeah, right. But, but the reality is that if you listen and if you follow what I recommend, if you are a good steward for your body, if you truly want to get healed, I think Utopia's got a 12-week plan or less that can get people into remission and can get you to see where you decided that hopelessness and disease were your choice. Right. So that you can go back and change it because I don't believe that anybody wakes up and says, boy, this is a wonderful morning. It's a great day to get cancer. <laughs> well, let me tell people how to, how to contact you because you offer... Uh, a free consultation on the phone, which people uh, are going to benefit from dramatically uh, to learn what you do and how you do it. So I want to give them the contact information here. First of all, take a look at the website, utopiaawaits.com. It's U-T-O-P-I-A-A-W-A-I-T-S. There's two A's in the middle, dot com. You'll find lots of information there. Among other things, you'll find a phone number to call to get a free consultation with Dr. Garcia. Here's the number. It's area 727-799-9060, and this is in Clearwater, Florida, so obviously they're on Eastern Time. You can also e email him, if you like, at info, I-N-F-O, at utopiaawaits.com, the website. Well, Dr. Garcia, let's play a little game here. I'm a stage 4 cancer patient. And after lots of chemo, radiation, surgery, and so on, my conventional doctors have given up and sent me home to, quote, get my affairs in order. How often have I heard that phrase? And I come to you and your clinic. How do you start my healing experience? Well, the first thing we do is we have a, a consultation where the first thing that is made quite clear to you is that you have to take responsibility for your choices. Okay. That I am not and do not have the ability to cure anybody except me. Right. And that you have it within you to cure you if you choose to do so. Okay. So the first thing we do is we make you responsible for where you are at because you are there by choice. Right. And I know that people get repulsed by that. Many patients come back and say, you know, when I first heard that from you, I was really, really insulted. But now I understand why you said it, and I agree. And they thank me, 
for basically treating them as, as responsible adults. Right. So that's the first thing we do. Then we sit down and we go over the things that cancer needs, which is acidity. Cancer needs a weakened immune system. Right. Cancer needs sugar to thrive because Otto Warburg showed that cancer, recept, uh, cancer cells have 20 times the receptors that normal cells do. Right. <clears throat> and you also have to understand that most people have been brainwashed to think that cancer is a death sentence. So your mind is working against you. So what do we do? Just the mirror image. I mean, if you understand the disease, you can understand what the remedy is. The remedy is to alkalinize you, to turn on the oxygen metabolism, to change your diet, to detoxify you because you are acidic and we have a colon therapist in the office. Right. We then build up your immune system with vitamin C concurrently. I think viruses cause cancer, so we give you silver, and we get it inside all the cells. So we go ahead and we go out and just provide the mirror image intravenously because most traditional therapies destroy the gut. Yeah, okay. And then what we do is after we get you a couple of days to get acquainted to what we're doing to acclimate you because most people come to me thinking that it's just aromatherapy or massage therapy. <laughs> and they come to an entire program where we're addressing the, the diet, the pH, the toxins, and we're also giving your body nutrition intravenously. Right. Then we put them in cancer camp. That was named by the by the patients of mine. They're the cancer campers <laughs> called the cancer camp. I didn't. <laughs> okay. So we all sit together and they go at it. They teach you about what they eat, how they do it, how they prep it, how they do all these things. So you don't feel alone. Mm, okay. And more importantly, nobody is vomiting and nobody is losing their hair. Right. They're all getting healthier and they all feel better. So now you're in an environment where everybody is now beginning to think positively of how to change. And then what we do is we have one-on-one -on -one sessions with all my patients to get you back to that moment and to identify that, that point in time yeah. where you were hopeless. Okay. And then give you the tools to change that choice. Right, absolutely. Wow, that so sounds terrific. So now what we have to do is get the mind and the body functioning and get out of your head this death sentence that is going around pandemically all over God's creation in America about oh, uh, cancer. Yeah, here, here. Well, tell us a, a little more detail about the, the eight patients that you were so excited about here recently. What, what happened with those people? Well, they've been diligently coming here and diligently studying, and we've been following them as we do with AMAS because it's a, a test that that is a blood test that requires no radiation. Right. Uh, we also follow it up with, with PET scans and ultrasounds depending on you know, where their cancer is and, and what we've been doing in the past because we use traditional measuring techniques, technology, if you will, to follow the progress of the patient. Right. Because this is, I have to look myself in the mirror. Forget looking the patient in the eye. I've got to look at myself in the mirror. So if I'm going to tell you good news or bad news, I need to be truthful to me so that I can actually give you that information knowing in my heart that I've done everything reasonable to be able to make whatever statement it is that I make. Right. And so my patients, uh, and because the AMAS is a complicated test from, from the facility standpoint, you have to spin it and separate it and cool it and put it in dry ice, etc. we batch it. We do them all on specific days. Yeah, okay. we do. And so we've been sending them out, and usually I get different AMAS results for different patients. And I've been noticing that once we started getting everybody's mind into the program and everybody thinking positively and thinking on healing and being able to basically release the garbage that held the hopelessness within you, mm -hmm. their energies have changed, the results are changing, their manner is changing. Now, for those of you who out there are saying, oh, man, this is way too much foo-foo for me, okay. <laughs> There's been a time in everyone's life when you got bad news and you go from being perky in the morning to being like your tail between your legs in the afternoon. Right. We've all had days like those. Here, and here. so your energy changes. And people can tell when their energy changes. And so people physically change when they feel that there is an exit strategy that they can control, right. that is their choice, and that it is a healthy choice. Yeah, so all eight of these people came back very positive, apparently. They came back normal. 
normal. Being abnormal. Mm-hmm. Well, that's terrific. You know, it, your approach exactly matches mine. I always tell people on the phone that there are two things that characterize people who recover from cancer. And it's all about attitude. Uh, in fact, I think attitude is probably 80% of the healing from cancer, which is what you're confirming here for us, I think. And the attitude has two parts. The first part is I am in charge of my own health care. And sub A under that, only I can heal myself, which is pretty much what you said earlier. The second part of it is I am 100% committed to some regimen that I know is going to make me well. In other words, it's not partial commitment, not 50%. I'll try it and see if it works. It's 100% commitment, believing that what you're doing is going to work for you. And that attitude, I mean, I can tell usually within a few minutes talking to people where they are on that scale. You know, if they're down near near the uh, 10 to 20 percent level, I, I have to work with them a little bit on the phone, and I, I usually can't do that myself. They need to find some other resource like you to work with them continuously. But uh, at least I, I get them aware of what you need to do to recover, and that's a big part of it, in my opinion. But you you talk about on your website and, and in your work all the time about, you know, not just dealing with the symptoms of cancer, but dealing with the causes. Tell me, if you would, what you feel the primary causes of cancer are. You've already mentioned the, the main one, I think. I think hopelessness is one. Right. And I think that's the key. Other ones that appear, uh, appear implicated in causing a lot of cancers are root canal. Okay. Now... I'm not telling you that, that all root canals end up in cancer. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that there appears to be a very good corollary right. between people who have root canals and people who then wind up with having chronic illnesses. Here, here. And, again, uh, the question is, do we really need to do root canals? Uh, one of my friends, I think you're going to interview him, his name is, is Ed Carlson, who's a dentist. Yeah, right. had a very, very interesting had a very interesting sign in his dental clinic. He said, cavities are optional. <laughs> okay? And so he had two tracks. He had the patients that were on a wellness track that wanted to keep their teeth and maintain their teeth. Right. And he had those patients who wanted to maintain their disease. And, in fact, a lot of patients go to their doctor wanting to keep their disease and have their doctor play with it. Yeah. And you can measure those people. Mm -hmm. And the other issue that you're saying, by the way, I must applaud you, the fact that you've picked up on the fact of 100% when you talk to people on the phone, <laughs> is the fact that because we get so much negative energy, right. we get so, I mean, look at the news. When do we really get good news? Uh -huh. All the news, or just about all of it that I see, is negative news. Right. People getting killed. I mean, the Boy Scouts taking grannies groceries up five flights of stairs doesn't get news coverage <laughs> because right. it's good news. Uh -huh. And all they want to do is propone the bad. They want to just tell us all the bad that that's out there. And so because I'm sensitive to the fact that all we get is inundated with bad news, negative energy, if you don't make that commitment 100%, then what will happen is the half-empty glass will win more times than not over the glass full. Right. Now, for those listeners out there who say, no, 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 I'm always looking at it as half full, well, if you looked at it half full, then you wouldn't have your cancer right. or your chronic disease. And it just doesn't have to be. I'm not telling you that hopelessness ends up in cancer 100%. It could end up in a myriad of different illnesses. It could end up in MS, LS. It can end up in a whole myriad, Crohn's disease, right. of colitis, a whole litany of issues because you somehow decided that disease was the only option right. available to you from that flight. Yeah. Well, you've, you've hit on the first two of the three causes that I always discuss with people. You know, the emotional issues, obviously, is super important. The dental issues is the second one. And I want to remind people that last week we had Dr. Hal Huggins on here, and he talked about a website, which I want you to be sure you go to, because I just read this week all of the articles that he mentioned on this website about root canal fillings, 
and several other issues that they've been studying for 30 years. Enormous amount of information here. The website is turfinfo.com. It's T-E-R-F, which stands for a foundation. I can't recall exactly what the name is. T-E-R-F info, I-N-F-O dot com. Take a look at those articles, folks. The one on root canals is very, very educational, but there are others, about 10 or 11 other articles there that Dr. Huggins has written most of the information there, and boy, is it educational, incredible. Every medical person in the world should read those and believe in them and and go by them because he talks about everything from cholesterol to um, all kinds of other issues. Well, and the third thing on my list of three, by the way, and of course you recognize this also, is what people put in their mouths. And obviously, (laughs) you know, it's obviously what we eat every day that gradually breaks our body down, particularly in this this country where we're eating all kinds of stuff and drinking sodas and what have you. There was a study in the paper this morning about the effect of sodas on, on obesity. It's incredible. It cost in California alone $41 billion a year to treat people for obesity, most of which is caused by drinking sodas, for gosh sake. (laughs) You're absolutely correct. I mean, the first thing we tell people is you have to, you don't know how frustrating it is. When I give one of my seminars and I ask the patients, when you go to the oncologist's office, how many of you are offered candy? (laughs) And almost all of them raise their hand. Yeah, right. And, And then I say... Okay, how many of you were offered at your oncologist's office a diet? And, like, nobody raises their hand. Says, Don't be shy. Raise them. Come on, come on. Raise them. Don't be shy. <laughs> and nobody raises their hand because the advice they get is, I don't care what you eat. It doesn't make any difference. Right. has nothing to do with cancer and nutrition, which is absolute stupidity. But there it is, folks. And, and so, you know, if you go back to uh, Joanna Budwig and the Budwig diet and all the people she helped. Right. And all the, all the litany of work. I mean, people should be checking their saliva's pH. I have all my patients check their saliva's pH. Yeah, here, here. Because they need to keep tabs of how they're doing. Yeah. And, and it's very, very important that everybody realize that you are the steward of your body. Right. You need to take responsibility for it. And that's what, in essence, you, Bill, and I have done. Yeah. We've taken responsibility for what we put in our mouth how we detoxify our body, right. how we enjoy our lives, how we look for pleasant events in our lives versus what's bad with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we have hope. We have a hope that tomorrow is a better day than today. Yeah, great. What I've read about the pH testing, and I, this is important, folks, to get uh, this within a, a range that's healthy, because most cancer patients are so acidic that that test comes up at like 5.4 or something when you start testing, which is way down in the acid range. But uh, the experts I've read, Dr. Garcia, say that uh, 6.4 or higher first thing in the morning in your saliva is probably in the healthy range. What do you think? I try to get my patients to be as close to 7.0 as possible. Okay. And, and, again, I'm dealing with people who do have disease. So my personal pH when I wake up in the morning is about 7.1. Okay. Well, that's uh, good. Yeah. And so I keep my pH alkaline or in that neighborhood. Yeah, mine's uh, probably about 6.8, I guess, something like that. I, I uh, You know, I, I don't pay too much attention to this. I do take one of the products that I recommend everybody take every morning, which is called Barley Power, which is a wonderful uh, boost to your alkalinity among other things. Great stuff. I want to talk a little bit, if we can here, before we run out of time, about how you protect yourself from the agencies that go after doctors who step outside the box, like yourself. State medical boards, the FDA, FTC, and so on, are are constantly harassing doctors for doing things that are supposedly not the, quote, standard of care uh, for things like cancer. And obviously, you're doing what you feel is best, which is not what the conventional doctors do. Tell us how you protect yourself from the uh, federal and state agencies, Dr. Garcia. Well, as you know, I've been visited in the past, and I've always wanted to figure out how we can prevent those visits or at least shorten their stay. Right. And so I was talking with an acquaintance of mine, and he introduced me to an Indian band called the Namenha Band. 
and they have a, a, a website, uh, nemenha.org. Yeah, I think it's spelled N-E-M-E-N-H-A-H, folks. Nemenha.org is the website, I believe. Yes, and so I spoke with Cloud Piler, who, who is the current uh, chief of the band, and basically what they do is they are empowered to spiritually adopt people who are not natively born into Indian tribes. I see. And when you are adopted, you then are granted or vested the same rights as an indigenous member. Very interesting. And in essence, what happens is that they are, and they've gone to the Supreme Court of the United States, they are legally allowed to use their natural remedies mm-hmm. on their sites, uh, on their land, and then they show us how to, by doing a bundle ceremony, basically make our facility into non-U.S. sovereign territory. Right, I see. Interesting. Well, it is. Uh, it sounds like, at least for you, it's pretty bulletproof. I was wondering if you'd read the story about Daniel Hauser, the young 13-year-old up in Minnesota. Obviously, his family and he, I think, had been adopted by this same Namenha band, but unfortunately, it didn't protect him from having the so-called protectors from the child care world forcing him to have chemotherapy. What do you think about that? I talked to Cloud Piler about that particular issue. Mm -hmm. And in that family, the mother was part of the band and the boy was part of the band, but the father was not. I see. He didn't believe in it. Yeah. Being a member of the band in and of itself doesn't make you bulletproof. Mm -hmm. What makes you bulletproof is understanding the constitution of the Nemanha and what rights the constitution affords you. So that when challenged, which is what the judge did, you know how to defend yourself and basically say to the judge in a very courteous and respectful way, you have no no subject matter jurisdiction here. If someone wants to bring the claim, then the appropriate court would be the Hague. I see. Okay. And the the agency that must do that would be the Bureau of Indian Affairs. Right. And so once you do that, you then force them to dot the I's and cross the T's. Incredible. What happened here was that these folks didn't know how to assert their rights. I see. And it's the job of the judge to move forward and deal with what's presented. And so if you don't know how to defend yourself, if you don't know how to claim your rights, then you're going to get what can you choose to do. And yeah. some people want to have an awful lot of protection without necessarily doing any of the work. Right. Well, this is an important message, folks, because most of us know holistic physicians and doctors of dental surgery and oral surgeons and so on who are holistic and want to work as Dr. Garcia is outside of the standard of care, if you will. And if we can pass this message to them, the, the codpiler, that, uh, the head of this band that uh, Dr. Garcia referred to, is, I understand, a naturopath. Is that right? My understanding, that is correct. Yeah, so uh, he is trying to protect as many of these holistic physicians and dentists as he can. And we should encourage people to look into this. It's very simple. You just go to the website, namenha.org, and you can see all the procedure for this. And it pretty well protects medical personnel, if they understand it, and they do before they are adopted here, understand how to protect themselves, it really is a wonderful thing. I know a couple of other medical professionals who are doing what Dr. Garcia has done and joined this band. And I I mentioned this to a group of about 70 physicians in uh, Los Angeles last Tuesday. I talked to a group connected with the Cancer Control Society convention And I mentioned this, and of course the issue of of Daniel Hauser we just talked about came up from one of them. He said, well, it didn't protect him. And now I think we understand why. But it works well, folks. In order to get information about this, I want you to contact me and not Dr. Garcia. He's got plenty of work to do. My email address, again, is you, the letter U, heal, H-E-A-L, cancer, 
at gmail.com. So if you're interested in this and you want to get information to somebody you know that needs this kind of protection, by all means contact me and I'll, I'll help you. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Garcia. It's been wonderful talking to you, and I'm delighted with the success you've had with the recent stage 4 cancer patients. They're all delighted, I'm sure, with their, their complete recovery. And we're, we're, it's great that you feel now that you have a, a complete system for 12 weeks or less healing almost any cancer patient anywhere in the world. And, folks, you can contact this gentleman. at The website is utopiaawaits.com. And the phone number is area 727-799-9060 on Eastern Time in Clearwater, Florida. Thanks so much, Dr. Carlos. You are a, a wonderful healer. Keep it up. Bill, it's, I, my hat's off to you for doing what you do. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, we'll talk to you again soon. Have I'll a great day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, thank you, Dr. Garcia, for a, a great interview. And, folks, you probably caught this, but let me remind you why he's so excited here. He just had eight stage four cancer patients that came to him, and he happened to test all eight of them at the same time with something called the AMAS blood test, which tells you what the the likelihood is that you have any cancer at all, and they came back normal uh, after his treatment. Now, you know, he uses some combination of IV treatments, uh, several different kinds, chelation therapy, dietary changes, and certainly the type of psychological counseling that he does for people. And one of the things they do, which he didn't mention, but I know they do this every morning during the week, they come to the office and he serves them cottage cheese and flaxseed oil, one of the primary things that I recommend cancer patients take, and it's covered in my book in Chapter 5. If you don't have my book, All Cancer Free, take a look at my website. It is beating-cancer-gently.com. The book is available there in paperback or ebook form. And you're welcome to buy that if you like. I'd read some of the free information there before you buy the book to make sure we agree on how to approach this important process of reversing cancer or avoiding it. Thanks for listening to How to Live Cancer-Free with Bill Henderson.